always knew that you were desperate and lonely and asking way too much from life. But I never thought you were stupid. How could you give up your restaurant to William now that it's finally making money? Tony, this is not about money, okay? This is about me following my vision and not somebody else's. I went to law school because I thought it's what everybody else wanted from me. When I left the firm, I could have done anything, Tony, but I chose to open that restaurant. And I poured my entire soul into it. And when people rejected it, it felt like they were rejecting me. Oh. The same way I've been rejected by men. I'm just tired of not being wanted. Believe me, I'm tired of hearing it. Oh, hell yes. Oh, hell yes. A girlfriend's podcast. Today's episode is called My Business, Not Your Business. Original air date 11 28 2005. I am Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And today's episode was written by Prentice Penny. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. If you are not familiar with this individual, you know what I'm saying? If you're not familiar with this individual... Showrunner for Insecure. Yes, yes, yes. Put some respect on his name. Hustlers. Yeah. Joe Scrubs. Um, yeah. He's so good. So good. Not really like this episode. He's been in the game, you know? So, Princess Penny, you are much appreciated. Uh, friend of the show, Princess Penny. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, just to remind you guys, we're going to get into... Uh, a uh, review real quick. I don't know how as long this is going to go. It may not go that long. I don't anticipate it, but um, just want to remind you guys about our two-week hiatus coming up after we reach the midway point of season six. Just be be aware of that. We may have some surprises, actually, during that hiatus, but we will be gone. We will not be reviewing no girlfriends for two weeks just to get our heads clear. Just want to keep you updated on that. All right? Mm-hmm. So... It's it's funny that this show has impacted people so much that they are making bad reboot castings on Twitter. Yes. Have you seen casting? Oh, you've seen this because I sent this to you. I, I but... did. I did. I actually saw it before you sent it to me, but I didn't know what they were. I just like kind of skimmed through it. But I saw those right. four actresses, the new the new girls that they they wanted to play them. But then when you sent it to me, I was like, oh, that's what they're talking about? Oh, hell no. Uh-uh. Y'all, I don't know who needs to hear this. But just because someone looks like someone, that does not mean that they should play the same character. <laughs> I don't know who needs to hear this. But just because you get a tall, dark-skinned girl that's pretty doesn't mean... full lips with full lips don't mean that she should be Tony. Okay? Just because you get any type of biracial with locks or, you know, you know the biracials that be looking like that. The locks, the bohemian style. That don't mean they can play Lynn. Okay? Yeah. Just because you get the biracial with the Tia and Tamara type hair, that don't mean that they should be playing. <laughs> that don't mean they should be playing Joan. Tia and Tamara. Stop. Stop! This is exciting. And Kiki shouldn't be playing Maya. Let's just say it. 
You know we, why? We, Not because she love can't act. Kiki. We love Kiki. There should not be a reboot of this. Like, this isn't like Superman or we're finding the next Superman or like, you know, it's not that kind of party. It's... Yeah, it's a one and done. Yeah, it's over. Like, we can make a new show with those girls if you want. I I mean, I'd rather not have Zoe Kravitz in it because she doesn't even identify that Zoe way. Zoe don't even like being black. So I don't even know why you throw her name in there. I don't know what y'all niggas was thinking. Zoe probably looked at them tweets and was like, bitch, y'all niggas got me fucked up. I'm not trying to be associated with nothing Negro. Nothing, even if the character is half black. I'm not trying to. It's too many. It's too much melanin that is attached to this project for her to want to be a part of it. Okay, if you know, you know. Next. She she long with uh, what's the other girl that do that? Zoe, the other Zoe, Zoe Saldana. Uh Uh-huh. Something about these Uh Zoe's. They don't want to be black. They don't want to be black, black. <laughs> and that's their prerogative. But let's be fucking for real. Yeah, let's be fucking for real. Because this isn't something like these women, these actresses that originally played them are still alive. They can reboot it with them. And we you know? didn't even finish their fucking story. We didn't, we didn't even finish that one. We started a new one. <laughs> you know when your mama used to say, finish your food first before you start talking. Or like um, my parents used to buy a lot of cereal. They still do. And you can't, you got to finish the first box before you get the new box. Oh, you trying to you open a I new mean? box. What happened to the, to the, to the Cheerios? You trying <laughs> to open the Apple Jacks? But the Apple Jacks taste better. Don't matter. Don't matter. We ain't going to be wasting nothing over here. Those so, women are still alive. They're yeah. still well. They still look fucking fantastic. They Black do. Don't crack. It does not. And they are unless all, you play with I'm it. not mistaken. I'll let, yeah, unless y'all play with it. Some of y'all black be cracking because y'all don't take care of yourself. That's another story. Anyway, um, they still look great. They still, if I'm not mistaken, they, all of them are still acting, right? They're all still acting. They're all still alive. Um, yeah. None of them have any run-ins with black Twitter that we need to cancel them or anything. They could easily come back, finish their story or continue on. William's still here. You could bring him back too. Yeah, yeah, William's still alive and acting. Like, these young girls, if you want to do, like, a a prequel, maybe. Maybe. And that's a big maybe with a big M. But having them play the women is not... I don't think that's how reboots work. And then there's so many... It would have to be called Girlfriends, but a new set of girls. Not playing the same girls from the past. How about, like, just, like, another show? This this concept, to me, isn't even drastically different enough for me to want a reboot of it. Like, you can have another show with four totally different characters that has no association with girlfriends who are living their lives, the Gen Z version. We right? have or so whatever. many. Like, well, I mean, they have, they have grown-ish, but... We have so many shows with Whatever. four black there's women Harlem, living their like, life. Run the world, sisters. Yeah, you can have another one. I get it. The casting is leaning a little bit younger. They're pulling younger. It, like they don't, they don't give me grown women. I know Kiki yeah. is grown. She got a baby. I know, but Kiki well, still twenties, late twenties. Right. Right. That's what they're it not seems giving like me like settled into Even though Zoe Kravitz is in her 30s too. But you know, they can kind of, they kind of have that young kind of thing going. Yeah, like they're, they're, they pull younger. That's how they get, mm-hmm. that's what they're giving on screen. So if y'all want to make like a Gen Z young millennial version, do that. But yeah. don't, don't make it be uh, girlfriends. And if y'all are, I don't know who'd be listening to this who's clueless about what we're talking about, but because um, it's been on Shade Room, it was on Twitter. Yeah, they might not know what we're talking about because we just jumped right into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. So 
There is a fan-made reboot um, going around online of girlfriends. They want Coco to play Tony. Coco Jones, she's an up-and-coming R&B singer. She has that song, I See You. She's also on Bel Air. She plays Hillary. She's also on Bel Air. She plays Hillary on Peacock. Um, Then you got Yara Shahidi. They want her to play Joan, which that was far-fetched. Like, y'all just close your eyes and pick the most random mixed girl. I don't know <laughs> where that connection came from, but whatever. So they want her to play Joan. They want Miss Zoe, I don't fuck with the Blacks, Kravitz herself, to play Lynn. And they want Kiki Palmer to play Maya. That's what they were saying. And also, I meant to text you this, Nettie, but Mara kind of approved. She was in the Shade Room comments. Kind of approved in what way? She said something like, um, what was her comment? Shit. But she put the dancing emojis next to it. So it was like, a, it was leaning towards a positive. If you go to that post, you will see oh, her uh, all up in them comments. Give me and a, a lot of people it. liked it. Oh, yes. Oh, hold on. I said, Mara, Mara just looking for a check, y'all. I'm not even, I'm not even playing with her right now. Like, don't do that. Oh, yeah, I need to hold up because, you know, you know, we really ain't finna cover it if they make one. I I don't approve. We Y'all think we finna cover that shit? She put dancing emojis and then she, I forgot exactly what she put. What she I put? see it. What she put? She, I looked at the shade room. I found it. Mara said, are we manifesting? Question mark. Oh. And then uh-huh. four dancing emojis. That's a yes. That's an, that's an approval. That's a stamp of approval. Mm-hmm. See, this is what happens when y'all plant stuff in people's minds. Yeah, we we can't have that. We will not be covering that if it happens, guys. The only thing we'll be covering is if they continue the story and bring the original four back. So maybe another podcast can handle it. And it's like... On God. Real bad. On God. <laughs> Shout out to JT and Carisha real bad. Because <laughs> it's like the meme. I don't know what y'all was thinking with these castings. Even if they did approve this, like... Yara as Joan? Stop it. <laughs> Tell them why. I don't know. I don't know herself. I haven't watched her anything. She it. talks funny. I hate her voice. <laughs> There's that and this is no shade, no tea. Yara can't act. I don't know why people have been like coddling this girl when it comes to her acting. <laughs> Yara Shahidi cannot act, y'all. She cannot act. Let's let's can we have a moment? Can we talk? Like, are we in reality? It's a safe space. Like, is this a safe space? Because the amount of comedic timing that one needs to nail this character, that is Joan Clayton, it's underrated. People underrate comedy in general, but especially when Black women do comedy and they do it well, it's very much not just something that anybody can do. And Yara is definitely not one of them. Absolutely not. Zoe, we already talked about her. It's a no for me. Like, this is a very Black-centric show. She doesn't want to be with the Blacks. Let her go where she wants to be. Um, I'm not mad at Kiki playing Maya. I think that was probably the best choice. Yeah, definitely. I'm not mad at that. So, we we love Kiki keep a job home. So, if, if oh, this yeah. was to happen, I, would, I wouldn't be mad at that. I think she's funny. She has great comedic timing, and her type of funny is very similar to Maya's. 
um, even in real life. So yeah. I'm here for it. What's his girl name? Coco Jones. You know what? I don't know if Coco can pull off that bougie, sassy, but you still love her. Still make her lovable character that yeah, Tony Yeah, I mean, you kind of get that a little bit with Hillary, except she's not... Like, we like Hillary. Hillary's fun. Like, she's not... Right. Tony's a bitch. <laughs> right. Can she be a bitch and you still want to fuck with her? That's the question. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. The internet is a wild place. Twitter, people just be saying shit and uh, for likes. And, and the uh, shit be going viral. That's what's does. really the crazy thing. Like, this shit got so big, the freaking creator of the show done commented, talk about, yep, let's do it. Mara, call the other girls. Mara, chill. Don't do Mara, it. Let's, so if you, if you do this one, right, you're telling me that this recast... This reboot is going to get a proper ending and the original ain't going to have a proper end. Mm, yeah. Close one door before you open another one, Mara. Like, what's good? Yeah. It's... But yeah. But that's our opinion on it because like... We saw y'all tagging us and stuff and y'all yeah. was tagging us. Sure. Yeah, so we had to talk on We had to talk about it because <laughs> it was everywhere. And it made the shade room and that's like the ghetto... Uh, newscast so i was like the ghetto tmz (laughs) the ghetto tmz so i was like all right then okay so etsy and i saw a movie what movie did we see daddy oh god we saw the blackening 2023 um we we heard your we heard your discussions you guys liked our little mermaid review we were summoned we were yes we we were And honestly, guys, we weren't feeling it. We didn't like it. We were so disappointed. Because we saw all of you guys, your good comments and your reviews. And I was like, it's so funny. Wanting to hear our our takes on it. I saw them. If y'all want to talk to us privately about it, you can talk to us. But we wasn't feeling it. Um, It was like too predictable. Like I was saying the lines for they were saying them. I'm like, why? Why I know the movie? I just it was goofy. Yeah. This is mad goofy. And when they want to do this, like, mock satire, scary movie situation type of thing, that can either go really well or really bad. Like, you can't really be in the middle with that because it has to land. Like, the jokes mm-hmm. have to land. So, I wasn't really yeah. feeling it like that, but shout out to them. Um, yeah, I know it's doing well and the black community is loving it. Like, the majority yeah. of the black community is totally into this but it was just a little too silly for us and you know yvonne orgy wasn't even in it that long so it was like they used her to get people in you know what yeah I mean? yeah for sure and they were like okie doke so Definitely if y'all want to know more about why we ain't like it hit us up at hell yes girl on social media and that's when we'll chat about it because i'm not making a bonus episode about that but go see it, y'all. Go support. Let us know yeah. what you think so we can Don't, have yeah. this discourse. Don't take our, our words as, as gospel. Like, make yeah. your own decisions. But we just thought, nah. <laughs> okay. So let's get into Girlfriends. This episode is called My Business, Not Your Business. Mm-hmm. And it is my time to do the cold open. All right. So we're at the J-Spot. It's all the guys. It's Pina and them. Darnell. William and we got fucking Sweetelson. 
Mm. You remember this? I've seen him forever. Holy shit. Sweet old son. He got a buzz cut. Looking like he trying to be a, a white R&B singer. Like John B or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he thanks everybody for inviting him, even though he's the only white person there. I just want to thank you for including me in your little Sunday sports soiree. And I'll have you know that I don't feel at all uncomfortable being the only white person up in here. Okay, well, a little uncomfortable. Hey, now I know how you feel at the law firm, Dent. Not that anything's going to change. So already so much racism and only Mm -hmm. a couple lines of Sweetelson's dialogue. He hasn't changed at all. Then Joan walks in. She says hi to everybody. She don't look happy at all to see this football party going on. And she pulls William aside to talk, but she doesn't go far enough to the side and they can still hear her at first. And she's like, what the hell are these freeloaders doing in my restaurant? And he's like, Joan, they're paying. And she's like, I don't like when there's a lot of people in here drinking and eating and whipping it up. And he's like, I think I finally see the flaw in your business plan. And then we get our theme. Basically, what he's saying Mm -hmm. is... We're making money, so, like, why you mad? Mm-hmm. That's pretty Very much the much. whole episode. So People telling Joan, you making money, why you mad? And to let go of the preconceived... Let go of what she wanted the restaurant to be. Let it go! Let it go, Joan. Yeah, she wanted to be classy and everything, but, like, when you about to, to sink, girl... You gotta sink or swim, you know? You gotta do what you gotta do. You don't tell the people what's hot. The people tell you what's hot. Yeah, listen to the kids. Listen to the kids. <laughs> um, or, or listen to the kids, bro. That's Kanye. That's Kanye. <laughs> so we come back from the theme. We're still at the J-spot. There's a less people in there. The girls are there, and Joan comes in with a bike. She realizes that she's running through her reserve money. This is dire. Mm. That's money you should never... That's emergency money. Mm-hmm. So if you're going through your reserve, I don't know, girl. It's time to, it's, it's time to shut it down. Yeah, so, something needs to change. Yeah. So she has to cut back on her expenses. So she got a bike uh, to drive around instead of her car to save gas. And because she has the bike, she doesn't need a, um, a, a, a gym, gym membership. So she's kind of, you know, killing two birds with one stone, trying to save money. We'll see how long that lasts. The girls want to go to a movie, but Joan's like, I got a restaurant to run. I can't go to no movie. There ain't nobody there. Maya's like, look around. Girl, with the way things are going around here, you have time to shoot, package, and distribute a movie. (laughs) Girl, you have time to write the novel that the movie's based on. Girl, you have time to translate that novel into Braille, poke your eyes out, and read it. That's a three-layered joke. That's a good one. (laughs) Joan's like, you know, Lynn's right. (laughs) Lynn's like, what? Mm. She's like, ain't nobody in this bitch. I'm running out of money. I think it's time to close the restaurant. Mm. That's sad. She wants the girls to calm her fears, but Maya does it half-heartedly. And Lynn says, yeah, Joan, he'll call. And she's like, oh, sorry, wrong pep talk. What would you tell her? Okay, so the girls don't know that the sports bar is doing good at this point, right? Oh, that's right. They don't know that she can make money as a, as a sports bar way. Mm-hmm. I would tell her, 
before she finally quits because she has invested so much into this restaurant, like money wise, emotionally, she don't quit her motherfucking job. Like she's invested a lot into this place. So I understand her hesitance not to just be like, oh, it's a wrap. So I would say, I mean, you're going to have to pivot and market it a different way. I don't know if it would have been a sports bar, but baby, maybe you're going to have to start selling some real food and not them, um, them appetizers. Yeah. How about that? Let's start there. Let's pick a cuisine and start selling some real motherfucking food. Cause I don't know. So Chill. she even talks about, she might have to sell the house, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. which I was like, hold up. We going that far. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what we were afraid of. This is what your mom was afraid of. She talking about selling the house. I'm like, girl, selling the house shouldn't even be an option. You see what I'm saying? Like, that shouldn't even be something that's played with. Like, she was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to sell the house. As if to say, Mm -hmm. oh my God, I'm going to have to dig into my savings. Oh my God, I'm going to, like, something like that. That's not even an option. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to sell my CD collection. You won't have to sell the house. (laughs) You don't have to do a damn thing. Yeah. This is not a smart decision. This is not something that a lawyer would would make as an option to save her business. Yeah, because, like, I mean, I was thinking you could stay at the restaurant then. The restaurant can be your house from now on if that happens. And that's that's very... um, Sleep on one of them couches. Side note, that's actually super popular here in New York City where people will live on top of the restaurant or on top of their business or like they'll have a room in the back. Baby, we got to save money in these motherfucking streets. So, yes, it happens. Um, you LAers or other people that's in other coasts, it's not something that's far-fetched. People do it. But yeah, um, you better do that if you're trying to sell a motherfucking house. Yeah, it's, um, Joan's willing to risk it, so, I don't know, I guess. Um, so we're next worth the movies with, the, with Maya, Lynn, and Jennifer? <laughs> Jenna fucking Fur? Indeed. She's still here. I don't understand it. Lynn, well, Lynn did tell her she could stay as long as she wants at her place, because she don't got nowhere else to go. But... Why do we need to give this actress this time? Who does she? Who owes her money? Why does she need this extra episode? I feel like she. Somebody owes her, so they were like, "We'll put you in this random show." Who's she blackmailing? She she got some info on somebody. <laughs> huh. I better put me on this motherfucking show so I can get my credit. I can get my check. Okay, and I will be out your hair, and you will never hear from me again. Because. <laughs> This could just be a scene with Maya and Lynn at the movies. I was going to say, her advice is just so run-of-the-mill, too. Like, that could have been Lynn and Maya, and then maybe Lynn had said it to Maya and brought it up, and then Maya make a little joke about it. Like, oh, the mm-hmm. person with no money is talking about giving money or something like that. And that could have been wrapped up really quickly. Like, <laughs> there's no need for old girl to be there. Yeah, uh, it has to be the actor is owed something. Um, but anyway, she has she encourages them to help Joan out. She's like, I thought y'all were tight like the Crips. And Maya's like, nah, we tight like a grip. 
Not that the Crips ain't tight. <laughs> She's like, girl, we at, we up in magics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even know why Jennifer needs to know what's going on with Joan. That's not your friend. Like, you're not friends with her. I agree. That's sensitive information. Why are you telling this woman tea? Who is she? Mm-hmm. Anyway. So Maya and Lynn decide to do something nice for Joan. And next we see uh, Joan's house being shown to a, a few people by Tony. She's doing the realtor thing. Mm-hmm. The couple that she's showing when the the scene starts, the lady's mad tall. Oh, there's some tall ass people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all noticed, but Joan's kicking people out left and right because one couple wanted to like carpet the floors and she don't want that. Um, so Joan's having second thoughts about selling the house. Maya and Lynn arrive and Lynn begs her not to sell it because she has so many memories there. My first three-way. <laughs> my first four-way. <laughs> my first doorway. Mm. And the audience is just disgusted. Oh, that's gross as fuck. This ain't even your house. Yeah, nasty. I don't home. care how long you lived here. My grandma, this is my grandma house. What you doing? the hell and when why you fucking niggas at a place that ain't yours like this is what i mean when lynn is too comfortable child she is way too comfortable that's too much so um after that (laughs) maya and lynn have a something to, to give joan they give her a check now we don't know we don't know how much this check is but we do have an idea of how large the sum may be based on Maya's whole advance being a part of this check. And to remember, how much was her advance the last time? Was it like 25? 25, 30. 20. Like so Maya gave her about 30. It might even be more because this is like a sequel book, right? So they're going to up the price. The price don't went up. Might even be 50K this time. So, but let's say at least 30K, right? And Lynn probably chipped in maybe a good two, three thousand. You know, they only got a I mean, show. she sold the paintings. She sold Red Triangle <gasps> and Blue Square or some shit. Blue Triangle, Red Square. So maybe 10 racks? Maybe so. Yeah? So Joan looking at a good 40 racks minimum, right? That these two collectively came together and gave her. That's a lot. Um, that is a lot of money. My whole thing was this. Okay. Maya, I don't care about Lynn. Lynn, whatever. Maya, you got a family. You got a child. You have no other mm-hmm. job. Your job is to be a writer. That advance mm-hmm. is to use for you to pay for shit in your life while you write your next book. Literally, that's what an advance is for, guys. Like, <laughs> So when you give this money to Joan as a, I don't know, we'll see. Because basically, you give her this money, it's not guaranteed that her her restaurant's going to be a success. I don't even know if it'll get her get her through the holidays like y'all expect. But what if it doesn't work out? Y'all both broke. Then what? Y'all both Maya on a second ship. Broke than Lynn. I don't care about Lynn. I don't, Lynn's always broke, so that this is not a factor for her. I'm looking at <laughs> Maya. Mm. You know, it's Maya like kids. Yeah, kids. she has a family. She has a child, and I know you got a husband too. But like, he ain't really pulling in the dough. <laughs> yeah so you need this money joan could close the restaurant if you need to take money from your friend who needs it like y'all both gonna be broke then what she, she ain't gonna have a house to stay in you can't stay with her because you can't pay for your apartment you gonna stay at her house she ain't gonna have no house 
they all don't have to move in with Tony in that apartment. Mm-hmm. And Morgan. With Morgan. Mm-hmm. And so, and what? Uh, and Darnell ro- 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 and, ro- and Jabari? Start start rotating, take care of that baby. <laughs> Something. <'cause, laughs> you trying to be in the crib. <laughs> like, I get trying to help your friends out, but you, you, you need to make sure your ship is, is, is right and, and clean and, and patched up before you even worry about somebody mm-hmm. else's sinking ship, girl. Mm-hmm. Come on now. So when, when Joan was like, nah, you know, it might keep it open through the holidays. It might not, but it's not going to save my restaurant. You can uh, you can take the money back. And Maya snatched that shit back so fast. I was like, that's right. Mm. I was so happy. But you see, that's why you shouldn't be. The golden rule is don't be giving out nothing that you would be upset if you didn't get it back. Right? There's that. And then I've also heard people say, if you can't pay for it twice, then you can't afford to give it out. Right. Or spend it. Yeah. So, baby, that was not, not the right decision. That was not the move. Mm-mm. So next up, we're the J-spot again. It's popping. I mean, you got people in there. They're watching the game. They're buying. They're buying. They're spending. Mm-hmm. You know, this is great. We haven't seen this much action at the J-spot like ever. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of weird because it's supposed to be like this high-end restaurant. And they're watching it on like these 30-inch TVs <laughs> from the early 2000s. Like we're so used to going. If you go to a bar, you see these big plasma screens, you know what I mean? Built mm-hmm. into the wall, hanging from the ceiling. And these are like little, like the TVs when you in school and you about to watch a movie. So they push the TVs in. Mm-hmm. You ever did that? Mm-hmm. Or are you too young for that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. The VCR? <laughs> With the VCR. Once that shit like came that. into the classroom, whoo, it was gang gang. You already knew what time it was. Yo, you could be watching the dumbest movie ever. Like, it could be the dumbest shit ever. As long as you have to know schoolwork. Like, whoo, I would be so excited. What a time. Um, but they're sitting back watching men's tennis. And they're all excited to be in a bar because nobody watches men's tennis. So, you know, they're just there for the vibes and excitement and drinks and patatas mm-hmm. bravas. Potato skins. Yeah, whatever. Um, but <laughs> for some reason, Joan walks in and she's, I mean, she's not that happy, but she's not that upset because she's going to give away the, her, her half of the um, restaurant anyway. She's going to close it. Well, hold on. I don't think that's where we are. But she walks in. Joan walks in. Sweetelson's like, oh, no. Here comes the fun killer. The fun killer is in the his house. Mm-mm. And William tries to get up and do damage control. And Joan's like, no, no, no. It's fine. It doesn't matter anymore. I'm going to close the restaurant. He's like, what? Wait a minute. Look at all this money we're making. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, girl, what you doing? Right. So William's making a whole business of creating a sports bar around the J-spot. And people are actually showing up just to watch stupid-ass tennis. So if they're going to show up for that shit, that's amazing. You don't even have to have a football game on, like an actual sport. No offense to the mm-hmm. tennis players. But they're there watching tennis. Later on, they're watching ice skating. They just want to mm. be there. You know what I mean? That's a good, like... That's this a- would be a perfect gateway for her to make it that type of bar. That's what's going to set them apart different sports other than the football, the basketball. The well, I don't know if that's going to work for every crowd. It works for this crowd, Peanut and them and their extended friends. But I don't know if the general public cares to go to a sports bar to watch ice skating. I just think that Darnell <laughs> and his friends just want to go somewhere that's nice, that's not in the hood. Mm. You know, I, that's all I think it is. Um, and they just want to, that's just something they're doing. But I don't think you're going to get people in with fucking... Tara Lipinski and the fucking ice skating. 
<laughs> I don't know. But I'm just saying, if they're that happy to be there to watch that stuff, they're just happy to be there. And that's a great thing to have as a restaurant owner. Why would mm-hmm. you deny that? So William suggests tweaking the marketing a little bit to gear it towards sports bar instead of upscale tapas cantina. And Joan's like, nah, I don't want to do that. I guess she thinks sports bars are beneath her. But is money beneath you, Joan? Is money cold, hard cash? I'm saying. William says, trust me, it doesn't have to change that much, our marketing. So um, we get an optical flip, and it's a wet t-shirt wrestling night. There's a banner that says, wet t-shirt wrestling tonight. There's a guy chugging Uh a beer out of a flume. He's being cheered on. Joan's appalled. He's like, what do you think? And she's like, I think I just stepped into a twisted, cheap, juvenile male fantasy. And he's like, oh, good, you get it. <laughs> and this is not Joan's vision. She's not feeling it. I opened a restaurant that had a soul, that had a mission to bring sophisticated adults together in a compelling atmosphere over fine wine with innovative cuisine. Okay, where do we go where that is? Is there a place? Is that what people do? I don't think there's a restaurant that does that. That's not something I, I gravitate toward. I'm sophisticated, I think. Right. And also when people when people do want that, it's usually a restaurant. Not tapas. not appetizers. Yeah. Um I mean we've been saying this for how many episodes now? Or maybe she was like, Well, if I just give out appetizers, then people will have more time to talk about their business plans and come through and just have like conversation over a few little tapas things. You know, sophisticated combo, light drinks. I I get the vision, but maybe it should be something a little smaller. Like, the vision seems very, like, oh, people are just going to come and chill, get drinks, and uh, elevated bar, right? Yeah. Um, Maybe y'all should have made it a little smaller. Like, the venue, too. Like, it's really big. It's a lot of space for just that. Yeah. You know? So there's that. And we've been saying this forever. Like, girl, start serving some real food and just make it like a fancy restaurant. I don't know what to tell you, girl. <laughs> it's not working. Yeah, it's, uh, well, you know, she's like, whatever. I'm just going to sell my half of the restaurant. She wants to sell it to William, let him have it. And she's like, I'm sick of it. Get it? My business, not your business. Ha. Huh? Get it? That's the title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So minutes ago, she was scared about losing the business. Now she's making bank and she's still upset. So whatever. So next day, uh, Tony comes over to talk some sense into her. But Joan don't want to talk about it. Tony calls her stupid. She says, how can you give up your restaurant to William now that it's finally making money? And Joan said it's not about the money. And I'm like, well, you tap it into your reserve. I think it should be about the money. <laughs> or you'll First lose your house. Foremost at this point. Um. But she wants her vision to be followed and not someone else's vision. She doesn't want to depend on someone else's vision to make her restaurant good. And I feel like a lot of times what you have to do is like maybe kind of veer veer off from your vision initially. And then come back. Right. And then just kind of get your feet planted. And then once you have the opportunity to you're grown enough, like your your business is you know, elevated enough, you can pivot, mm-hmm. you know, and rebrand it. She says it feels like her her idea is being rejected the same way she's been rejected by men. And I'm like, damn, you brought that into this situation, girl? We ain't talking about what that. In the, what in the psychology is going on? <laughs> what? <laughs> but here's the thing, right? 
now that she brought that into that, with people who are, who want to pursue these creative fields, a lot of the times you have to disassociate from what you are putting out. Because like she said, she feels that if the restaurant is getting rejected, then that means she's getting rejected because there's so much of herself that she has branded as just like a part of her as a human being. So when it doesn't take off, you're like, oh shit, I'm not taking off. So with that being said, I don't think that Joan is being, I don't think she's being a smart businesswoman. Definitely you know, not. she's too involved creatively and and emotionally and mentally I think she needs to start looking at it for what it is which is something to pay her bills yeah definitely you know at least for the time for now yeah and then you can come back and and rebrand it with a few ideas that you had initially um because it's blinding her it's like it's like a disability almost like girl you can't you can't see she that can't this see the force of the trees. Work. Yeah, it's not working. She says she's just tired of not being wanted. And she says it's not my restaurant anymore. Tony says sure it is. You picked the location, the decor, the food. Hell, all William did was add a couple TVs. And invite his niggas. And Darnell's. Mm-hmm. And Joan's like, I wanted to be classy. And Tony says, We'll make it a classy sports bar. Work with what's working. She says, there's nothing classy about being broke. Period. And if you guys know another good quote, there's nothing noble about being poor. Mm. Um, So next we're back at the J spot and there's a whole bunch of boxes there. Whole bunch of boxes. Why is Mm -hmm. that, Etsy? Child, William don't know what the fuck he doing without Joan. He done (laughs) ordered a shitload of light bulbs and the boxes that are in this place is filling it up from the ground to the ceiling. Like... I don't even understand how you can make a mistake this big, but hey, that's William. I think he probably wanted to order 100 light bulbs and ordered 10,000. He does say it's 1,000 light bulbs, but it might be 1,000 boxes because that ain't 1,000 light bulbs. That looked like Mm -hmm. 10,000 at least. Yeah, light bulbs are small. You can fit a good chunk in one box, so baby. That one box can hold enough light bulbs for the actual place for like the next month. Probably so, yeah. Like but that's definitely not a thousand, but that's a lot. That's you can't even walk through the place. Mm-hmm. So Joan walks in to try to look for William through the boxes. He don't know how to do the whole administrative side of the job because Joan ain't there. She usually handles that shit, so he's he's drowning. And he tries to convince Joan to sign back on so she can help him, and she lets him know that okay, she's gonna come back. And he's like, great. He tries to put her to work immediately to go fetch some bananas or something. And she apologizes about everything. He's like, Oh, Joan, I don't care if this is a tapas bar or a sports bar, or Roseanne bar. <laughs> I got into this business because you're my friend. Oh. I'm like, Oh, and you was hitting it for a minute. You was trying to hit it. Yeah, you was definitely and probably are still in love with Joan. So let's not do that. Don't probably act so. like That's probably it was just thing. from the goodness of your heart. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't try to rewrite history. Don't do that. <laughs> so next we're at Joan's house with all the girls and she has a present for them tell me about this scene it's looking like Christmas these boxes are huge and then all the girls are like oh my god she's like I just want to show y'all how much I appreciate y'all right 
So they thinking, bitch, what the fuck you got me? Like, you got me a new laptop. What, what, what you got me? Some shoes? Ooh. Some Louboutins? What? what, what? <laughs> bitch. They open this box. And it's a whole bunch of light bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? She goes, this is just a little something to say that you guys light up my life. And when she said that shit, I'm like, it's the fucking light bulbs. It's the fucking light bulbs. But what's also interesting is that's the song Stan sang to Maya during that crazy saga. You light up my life. Ooh, Easter egg. Easter egg. (laughs) They see us a bunch of light bulbs and they are pissed. (laughs) Maya goes, oh, hell no. (laughs) Oh, hell no. And that's our, uh, that's the end of our episode. That was a good one. Next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode. So Etsy, go ahead and give me that oh hell yes moment. My oh hell yes is when Tony talks some sense into Joan. Yeah. She said, damn girl, I knew you was desperate, but I didn't know you was dumb. (laughs) I want to slap you, but I'm trying to use my words. (laughs) Ain't nothing classy. About being broke. Say it for the people in the back. Say a lot. Say a lot. Give it a hashtag. Tweet it out to the world. Love it. Put it on a bumper sticker. And Tony's looking fantastic throughout this whole episode again. Of course. That's a given. That's a given. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah, because it turns her around and lets her, um, it changes her mind so she can go back and get her half of the restaurant back. I don't know if she even sold it. I don't know if they got gone through that but i think it was just like a verbal agreement yeah my oh hell yes moment is maya taking her money back from joan Mm. getting her Mm -hmm. money back from joan because i was Mm -hmm. like girl like we know you know the show you know the restaurant's gonna do well so she giving her the money she probably would have gotten it back with interest but without knowing that you don't just Mm -hmm. give your money away your advance Mm -hmm. that's the money you're supposed to live off of for the next whenever you get your book done Hell nah. Oh hell And I no. love the way she snatched it too. Oh, I like the way she snatched it. <laughs> it was how- like it was like the world lifted off of her shoulders. <laughs> she was like, oh my god, oh my god. And she took it like cause what else do you have? You got a broke ass up. I mean he ain't broke, but he got he got his own auto shop. Whatever, but I mean y'all trying yeah. to get a house and shit. Like, come on now. You trying to live over there with the rich folks? Um Darnell's already giving you pushback about that. He wanna stay in the hood, so you need this money. Yeah. And that's that, guys. Rate, review, and subscribe. Head over to Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify. Rate, review, subscribe. Leave us a review. Five stars. It only works when you give us five stars. All the other numbers are broken. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, give us five stars. Mm-hmm. And hit us up on TikTok. Uh, you might see some new stuff there soon. At Hell Yes Girl on TikTok. And at Hell Yes Girl on Twitter. Let us know what you thought of... Um, yeah, talk to us about uh, some some girlfriend stuff. We've been putting some stuff up there, some hypotheticals. I think someone put a face, uh, William's face with a beard on it. And it, mm. it upped his uh, his fineness uh, a good amount. I don't know if you saw no. that. No, I didn't. Yeah, well, they should have had him grow a beard then. Yeah, I don't know if you couldn't grow one or not, but hell. Woof. Shout out mm. to uh, the screen name who posted that is Morg Be Great. Shout out to you for for doing that. She has a podcast called Two Wise Johns. She used an app to add facial hair to William. I'll send you the 
I'll send yeah. you the, uh, it looks good. So yeah, head on over to Twitter, send us some more hypotheticals, rewrite history, and we will talk about it here on the show. Um, next episode is called All God's Children. It is a Christmas episode. Mm. Yeah. It's going to involve Christmas mm-hmm. and Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Is that gross, guys? I know. That's how they say it. So check in with us next week for that. And until then, I am Nettie Smith. And I am a T-Row. And we'll talk to you next week, guys. Bye.